Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's brand new Flyers Daily for the 30th, the final day of the month of November 2022. And the Flyers, with one last opportunity in the month of November to end the 10-game winless skid, get the job done. A 3-1 win over the New York Islanders, and they will take it. The winless skid in the rearview mirror. They outshoot the Islanders 33-24. to Face-offs pretty close to a dead heat. One more face-off win for the Isles than the Flyers, 28-27. Hits 38-30 in favor of the Flyers, and uh, each team was on the power play, got the job done on special teams. Um, Flyers pick up a shorthanded goal, which was a huge goal for them at that moment early in the game. The first goal of the game comes 3-12 in, 5-on-3 man advantage for the Islanders when Noah Dobson picks up his seventh goal of the season on a one-time blast. Nothing a Carter Hart could do on that one, although the remaining 23 shots of the game, Hart would stop and made several good saves, especially down the stretch. As I alluded to, Travis Sanheim on uh, a PK, gets up the ice, is able to make himself an option for Noah Cates, and picks up the shorthanded goal, his second of the season. That tied the score at one. Then at 9.45 of the first period, right off a draw, Lucas Sedlak, puck's kind of bouncing around, but ends up kind of right in front of Kevin Hayes, noticing that Ilya Sorokin a bit deep in his net, trying to figure out where that puck was going to bounce to, and where to start to set up his his positioning and take his ice. It ends up on the stick Kevin Hayes, and he just beats Sorokin. High glove gives the Flyers the lead. They go into the intermission up 2-1. to one. Real good, well-played first period. Well-played second period as well. Had the Islanders had some possession in the period, but the Flyers did a really good job in their structure, kept things to the outside, didn't let the New York Islanders get great, great scoring chances, not a ton of them at least, and the Flyers go into the third period up a goal. But can they close it out? So many times this season, they've been in games tied or uh, up one, down one, battle back to get a game tied in a third, only for it to slip away, especially in this 10-game winless skid. But they don't have the lapses in this third period. They end up having to kill a penalty late in the period. They do that. Huge kill. And then with 1926 uh, on the clock, so 24 seconds or 34 seconds left in the period, the Flyers get the empty net goal. Kevin Hayes picks up a second point of the game, his second goal. So he did seventh and eighth goal of the season on an assist from Ivan Provorov. And the thing about that play is Hayes drifts and gets the red line before he takes the opportunity at the net too. The details were there in their game the entire night. They worked hard. It was a complete game against a very good hockey team. Yeah, it started out with a couple of fights, and I know people feel, you know, varying ways about kind of pre-scripted fights early in a hockey game, and there were two, eight seconds in, within the first eight seconds of the game. Uh, But the Flyers went out, and they battled, and they ended the winless skid. They got Scott Lawton back in the lineup. I think that was a really big factor for them. Lawton didn't end up on the score sheet, uh, but he's a big factor and a very calming influence, especially for a lot of the young guys. Older guys, too, though. I thought having Lawton back is a big step. Maybe we get Cam Atkinson back coming up on Thursday for the Flyers and you know his debut of the 2022-23 season Thursday against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, maybe Travis Konechny is not that far off or James Van Riemsdyk and get some support back as well, Wade Allison. So good, well-earned win for the Flyers. And I think that's the big thing about the game is, you know, Torts has talked about this so often in hockey 
in sports and team sports, you get the result you deserve. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you really outplay a team and you deserve a better result and you don't get it. On this occasion, they got the result that they earned. It wasn't as if this was a game that was gifted to them to end this 10-game winless skid. It was a game where they earned the win. And does that mean more? I, I think it does. I absolutely think it does. Would I have taken uh, a win four games ago that was gifted to them? Absolutely. <laughs> a win's a win. But they really earned that win last night. Now, after the game, I had a chance to catch up with the man uh, that made his uh, presence felt back in the lineup. Missed four games. I had a chance to catch up with Flyers forward Scott Lawton. Post game, and Scott Lawton returns to the lineup, and your presence uh, was needed here tonight, and you guys come away with a win. First of all, how did it feel to be back? Yeah, it felt great. Honestly, uh, four games felt like, uh, felt like a month, and um, it's tough sitting out, especially when the boys are battling and uh, we're losing that many games. So we battled hard tonight. I think that was a gutsy effort from our team, and uh, guys dug in. Sarge, th- that was... Everything you got in that game tonight, I feel like you earned. The position you had going into the third period, the bend that don't break in the second period, did you feel like everybody was really mentally focused in? Did that have something to do with the day off and and the practice the day before? Yeah, I think so. We had a high-tempo practice. Uh, Second period wasn't great. We were going east-west too much, but like you said, uh, bend, don't break. Um, Guys dug in. Big kill at the end. Uh, Three minutes left. That's kind of what's uh, been hurting us is our special teams and uh, guys found a way on the kill and um, just a huge win for our group and now we can start rolling. One of the issues over the, the, the winless kid was closing games out and you have the one goal lead. How do you not let the previous failed occasions creep into your mind and become a self-fulfilling prophecy in that game? Yeah, we stayed on our toes. Uh, we forechecked. Guys were hounding pucks in the zone. Didn't give them much for the neutral zone and we had a couple huge blocks by our guys and um, this one feels good. Does your conditioning feel good? Did, I mean, it's one of those things. You, you missed four games, but you missed some time. Did, did you feel like your legs were there? I felt good. Uh, third period was uh, uh, cramping up a little bit, but that's uh, that's normal uh, to get back into it. But uh, didn't take that much time off, so uh, excited to get back at it again uh, in two days. Certainly sets the tone for this five-game homestand. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Jason. There he is, Scott Lawton, coming back for the Flyers and. Torts, uh, as you'll hear in a minute when you hear from John Tortorella, referred to him as uh, a professional NHL player. A guy that I think his presence really helps everybody out there on the ice. He's not the most vocal guy, but he is a guy that leads by example and does a lot of the little things that you need to do. He's a pro's pro. And it's kind of like in baseball when you call a baseball player a gamer. It's like the ultimate compliment to a baseball player he's a gamer well a a pro's pro is is kind of like that same compliment and that is absolutely Scott Lawton so great to see him back in the lineup and great to see the Flyers get a win Uh, just feels good to end the narrative of a 10 game winless skid we've been through too many of them and it's tough but it feels even better to get it when it's earned what did the head coach think of the game well, let's hear from him right now. John Tortorella addressing the media after the win. Yeah, we, we were on our toes, uh, I thought, throughout the whole game, other than a few minutes in the second period. Uh, I thought our structure was really good. How important was 
the response in the first period? Obviously, you guys give up the first goal, but then, you know, Sanheim scores, then you get the second goal as well to kind of get that response. Sanheim's goal is very important. Uh, after a couple of fights, we get some, just some momentum on our bench, we take an offensive zone penalty. You're just not going to kill it. And uh, to, to kill it, but also score, to at least even the game up at that time was very important. And then along with our last kill on Tip's high stick, uh, real important kills. Why was it important and what did it do to start the way you guys did tonight with uh, DeLorean and McEwen dropping the gloves? Oh, I don't, I don't know. That, that, that's part of hockey. I, I'm, we wanted a good start one way or another. Is it fighting? Is it uh, forechecking? Uh, it ended up it ended up going that way, and uh, uh, the the most important part is uh, how we responded after we take just a dumb penalty after the two fights, just a needless penalty. Uh, again, is, is the last question. Sanheim's goal is so important just to get get us settled down. John, in, uh, in Montreal, you said essentially take a look at who had on the ice the last minute of the game. You'll see how I feel about some of the vets in this game. You have Kevin Hayes out there at the last minute. He scores the, the clinching goal. I guess, why did you feel like he was ready for that opportunity this time, and what did you see in him tonight? Yeah, I, I, he's, he's been so strong on the puck offensively. Uh, he's a good offensive player. We all know that. I think he has really uh, stepped up on holding on to pucks offensively, and he's trying away from the puck. I, I think he's in a better spot playing wing uh, where – he just doesn't get as many opportunities uh, as far as low coverage where there's some struggles in his game. So we're trying a team that's starving for offense. I'm trying to take the pressure off of him defensively and being worried about all those type of situ situations low and let him work on his other part of his game. And I, and I think it's really helped him. Uh, and he's also trying away from the puck. He's asking the questions. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, each night it's different for me. You know, everybody thinks Kevin's in the doghouse. Kevin isn't in the doghouse. Uh, Kevin needs to learn to play the right way. And, uh, and I think he's trying to do that. So he gets an opportunity tonight and scores a goal for us. So ahead versus Brassman's just lining on the ice at 6 on 5. Um, he was filling a big role tonight with Tony D'Angelo out of the lineup. How do you feel like he responded? Yeah, I, I thought he carried the puck well, uh, made some good plays. Uh, uh, losing Tony D'Angelo is a huge hole for us. So guys were given more ice time in situations they usually don't get. Uh, I, I thought the, and again, it's it's not individual. I just thought our, I thought we were connected all night long in all three zones, defensively with our neutral zone forecheck, and also our deep forecheck. And I thought we had a lot of opportunities to forecheck. I thought we did a really good job of being close and connected together. About your team struggling to finish games, do you feel like you guys took a pretty big step in the third period here? Yeah, that's that's one of our uh, that's one of our more complete games, uh, and and finish is the right word. We talked about it between the second and third in, in the coaches' room that we need to finish a game now and uh, not go in the back door. Uh, uh, we we make it hard on ourselves with a, a undisciplined penalty towards the end, uh, but we have a really great penalty kill there. Carter makes a couple of big saves, and we find our way. So I just I like that we were on our toes, and we didn't go in the back door and, and give up uh, 15, 16 shots in the period and go in the back door. That that's a really good uh, stepping stone for us in understanding how to finish games. How big was it on and off the ice to get Scott back today? Yeah, he, he stabilizes. He you know you, you see where I put him in. Uh, double shifted him and Casey at the end of the game when we're protecting the lead. He's a, a good penalty killer. 
Uh, he's an inspiration, uh, uh, not so much talking-wise, but just the way he plays. And, you know, he's, he's a bona fide National Hockey League pro, and he needs to be around some of these kids for them to learn off of him, so it's good to have him. Already about the previous games earlier, a couple games back, that the end, you had the referees, you have to earn that respect. Tonight it looked like you were giving the referees a little bit. Were you trying to battle for your teammates there? Trying yeah, to... uh, not, not so much that. I just think he missed a call. I mean, it, it, it's a blatant high stick in the corner, and uh, we don't get that one, but then Tip gets his. And... Um, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to argue with the refs. Like I said the other day, we're not going to argue and piss them on about stuff. We just need to put our heads down and work. And uh, past couple of games here against this team, I think we've played very well. I think we've played very hard. I, I think we have stuck up for one another, and I think our structure has been consistent in the games. Couldn't finish the game in the island. A few minutes here, a few minutes there, and and we're done. Tonight was more of a complete game. So, are all our problems solved? Absolutely not. Uh, but it, it's I'm glad for them because they have played hard and, and they have not been rewarded. Uh, you have to do more to win in this league. We did tonight. We're learning, uh, as we talked about the other day. Uh, you get what you deserve, and I think we deserve to win tonight's game. The other night we didn't. As well as we played, we did not finish the game. And uh, tonight we did. So hopefully we can uh, uh, use it as a stepping stone as we uh, go to our next. You mentioned the hole that Tony D'Angelo leaves out of the lineup. Do you anticipate this being a short-term absence? I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't talked to the trainers at all. You brought uh, Igor Zamola back in the lineup. He had a big block shot in the third period to, to stop a goal. But even aside from that, did you like his, his yeah. goal? Yeah, he, he seems uh, – uh, yeah, i got to watch it, but he seems a little more confident. Uh, uh, the, the biggest thing with Z is I, I think there were opportunities where he could skate with the puck too and not just get rid of it. Uh, yeah, so – it's a hard spot for a kid like that coming into a team that's oh and whatever and uh, coming in, we're trying to stop the bleeding and then put him in against a really good hockey team. So uh, I thought he equipped himself very well. Some coaches, when they say, I'm happy for the guys in there because they've been working really hard, I don't know that the, sometimes you get the sense, I don't believe the coach really feels that way. With Torts, though, you get the feeling that that's an honest feeling that he has. He's happy for his guys, knowing that what he's asking them to do game in and game out, shorthanded with players out of the lineup and blocking shots and controlling what you can control and working hard and all those elements. When they get finally get the result, you, you really do get the sense that John Tortorella feels good for him. It's, it's his connection with players that was cited to me by so many guys that played for Torts when I was talking to guys that played for him over the summer, and that he doesn't just care about you as a hockey player. He cares about you as a man, as a person. And it's things like that that are genuine, and I think the players pick up on that as well. So great to get a win. Great to end the winless skid. Great way to start a homestand. Game two coming up on Thursday night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Doesn't get any easier. You get Tampa on Thursday. You got tough opponents on this homestand. I mean, Monday you're going to see the Colorado Avalanche. Saturday it's the red-hot New Jersey Devils. And they'll wrap up the homestand a week from Wednesday against the Washington Capitals. Then they'll head out on a pretty tricky road trip as well. Vegas, Arizona, Colorado, and New Jersey. So it doesn't get any easier, but a great way to start this five-game homestand. We'll see if they can get two in a row. They beat the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning earlier in the season uh, by a score of 3-2. It was the third game of the year. They beat New Jersey 5-2, they beat Vancouver 3-2, and they went on the road for the first time and uh, played against the Tampa Bay Lightning and got a 3-2 win in that game. So 
the other thing that the Flyers have in common with that game is Carter Hart. I thought he performed really good in the hockey game. Really big saves, timely saves, and his results lately have not been great. But I thought he played really well for the Flyers last night. And he was doing the off-ice radio interview uh, when I got done talking to Scott Lawton. And, and he had said to Tim Saunders and Steve Coates that he thought this was the Flyers' most complete game of the season. New York Islanders are a good team. They'll wear you down. They're big, strong, structured, and diligent in their play. And the Flyers stuck with it, and they get a win over a good hockey club and end the 10-game winless skid. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we will preview Flyers Lightning. So join us then on a brand-new edition of Flyers Daily.